Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello there. Happy Monday to you. And uh, before we start the show, a quick impression of my bum uh, watching my child climbing on a climbing frame. Ready? This is uh, <clears throat> my bottom. Here we go. Wow. 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 Not today. Thank you. With Jake Yap. Coming up then, uh, we've got the diary of Fraser Nelson. Uh, interesting times in Ireland too. Uh, but let's briefly touch upon the Oscars last night uh, with no presenter, which is weird because I did email them. Uh, but uh, Olivia Coleman was there to present an award after winning Best Actress last year, quipping that last year was the best night of her husband's life. TMI, frankly, but she's so cute and British, she can get away with anything. Last year was the best night of my husband's life. Um, we, we did Rudy's. Um, we did all the business in, in the top bits and, and then in the, in the bottom bits. There was spitting and some strangulation. <laughs> slapping. Uh, but but fun, fun slapping. A, a, a box full of frubes. Car batteries and putting it on the very painful filthy. I'm the queen and I'm talking about doing all the business with all the mucky doings. Oh dear, it was so naughty. Okay, such fun. Bye. National Trevor, Olivia Coleman. Uh, in Ireland, it's all going wonky, isn't it? Well, interesting. Sinn Féin projected to take 37 of 160 seats. This leaves the other two main parties pretty much unable to form a government without them in coalition, uh, but then also saying, well, we wouldn't anyway. Look, you know, things change, don't they? I mean, I'm not, I don't I don't know. I haven't really studied it. I'm not quite I'm just observing. Things change. Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it. The Daily Mail used to be a pro-fascist okay bad example. Uh, but with more reaction from yesterday, we have an exclusive piece of audio for you of Leo Varadkar, uh, who seemed pretty unflattened by the whole thing. Here is our exclusive audio. Hello, this is Leo Varadkar, growing increasingly tired of journalists comparing the election to Storm Kira. Come on now, that's too easy, guys. Uh, we're now a three-party system, and I can't help but feel but the amount of photo ops I've had to do with Boris Johnson might have played a part in that. Something nobody's really talking about is how the Green Party secured 7.1% of first preference votes, followed by Labour at 4.4%, but it's not like all the air available to us to breathe is a big story now, is it? Now, come on, come down off that wall there, guys. Now, come on, fellas, come on. You're just being silly there now. Also, do consider patreon.com slash nottodaypod. All right. The Diary of Fraser Nelson. 
10th of February, year of our Lord 2020, by carriage from Twickenham to London. Ah, London. To tire of London is probably to be too poor to be able to enjoy it properly. And that's very much the fault of the poor, but I'll say that in my softest tones to make me sound like a nice guy. Alas, no Madame Maitlis with whom to sport as she's in one of the colonies of the New World, making Americast, which is very good, incidentally. So instead, did head to Broadcasting House to continue making my self-promoting show a small matter of hope. My programme in which I talk about how great life is and wonder why everybody whinges so much. Looking out of my carriage window at the rising numbers of homeless, observing how it hardly ever rains anymore, and seeing the closed-down shops on the high streets, I felt a bit sad about the poor. Sad only in the sense that they are a necessity to help people like me feel superior. Thence to the Spectator headquarters to commission a piece by Lloyd Evans entitled Nish Kumar Turns on Right-Wing Commentators Who Can't Take a Joke, and did publish the article criticising those who punch up. Thence by Rickshaw trampling the bodies of the poor, the sick and the dying to my club in St James. The ride was entirely too bumpy, but as always, I was just too nice to say anything about it. I've been binging on Fraser Nelson this morning, and it's it's not a healthy thing to do. This article, then, uh, not not by Fraser Nelson, but published by him, it was by Lloyd Evans, uh, has has a quote. So uh, they went to some forum about uh, comedy after Brexit. A professor observes, uh, "It's weird, isn't it? The BBC needs to have a right wing comedian on the show, or it's not balanced." Uh, and the uh, writer of the article says. Uh, uh, this is one of the oddest comments of the night. It's not weird to include a comic who isn't aligned with the BBC's prejudices. It's an attempt to create balance. No, 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 no! No! The, the purpose of satire is an attempt to strike balance against the people in power. That's the balance. You know, balance on the panel of satirists. You guys get all the legislative and executive power. We get to shred you for it. That's the balance. And by the way, it's still very much in your favour. Historically, even the most despotic kings understood that there needed to be a court jester. We don't need a balance of comedians on panel shows because there isn't a balance of power. A king never said to himself, oh, well, we should have some people making the jokes on my behalf. I'm so sorry if this upsets all the privileged white snowflakes who are too sensitive to be able to take it, but you guys have all the power and all the money. We get to do a sprinkling of jokes while you quietly siphon money away from us and buy New Zealand for the approaching apocalypse. What you do not get is the 200 quid for being on the news quiz. And you stand there and you take it. Because we're forced to live in your system where nurses pay more tax than Amazon. But so help me, the only concession we ask in return is that you accept a bit of ribbing once a week. And anyway, if you had any sense, if you didn't have anything in your brain other than pure lizard greed, you would realise that satire is your friend if you're in power. The old monarchs knew that. They knew that having a jester articulate in a jokey way the grievances that had been fermenting among the people helped to dissipate them. Catharsis and satire is your friend, you morons! It's one thing to be so unabashedly greedy as to award yourself pay rises and tax cuts while people die of starvation in this country 
But you need me to adore you too. Sod off. Happy days are here again. Karenza, a regular listener, uh, asked well, what, what happened to Hedy uh, in the 2016 Christmas frying pan incident. I don't really remember any of that, but I'm glad someone's across this. Uh, thanks, Karenza. And I'm pleased to say Hedy has emailed uh, with this story. Uh, say, dear, yeah, apologies for not explaining about the Christmas incident in 2016. You're not, don't apologise. You were, you know, seeding this anecdote because you knew it was a humdinger and you knew everyone would want to know, and we do. So let's find out all about it now. In the big, tall house where I live, everyone was joyful, and if you were quiet, you could even hear some of them having relations. Then a Satanist moved in and started playing really freaky and loud death music at 2am, and everyone became less joyful, and I could not hear the relations anymore. I decided that I had to cut his resources off. Not a euphemism. The first thing I did was to smash his 20-metre extension lead to bits. As he was, like any lover of the Infernal One, and a student stealing electricity by connecting it outside his room. Wow. Okay, I'm slowly getting my head around this. This was a student house. Now I get it. <clears throat> then I deprived him of his customary 3am bacon and eggs by taking all of the frying pans and throwing them outside of the window on Christmas Eve, where my TV from 1995 also was, smashed to bits. Well, I, oh, this was the TV. I think we heard about the TV. Did we hear about the TV? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I was still angry, so I threw a chair at the wall, which made a big hole, which I then covered up with a sign saying, please look after this kitchen carefully. Deprived of being able to generate evil and being hungry, the Satanist moved out. P.S. I meant to write, I love Hedy, not just Hedy. Sorry for any confusion. Do you mean love Hedy? What's wrong with you? My keyboard is now covered in cling film after I spat coffee on it whilst listening to Date Fight. Just don't forget our sister podcast, Date Fight. Available in all good purveyors. Uh, I get mine from a place uh, just off Piccadilly. It's really expensive, but they just do the loveliest podcast, like the kind of old vintage wood podcast. I feel like there's going to be some people listening to this going, what? Anyway, Neil says... Uh, oh, yeah, Neil had some... Um, Really horrific twists on kids' TV shows. He's got the very hungry human centipede. That's good. But he, he had other ones. Let me find them. Super Ted Bundy. <laughs> and Scat Weasel. All right, thanks very much for those, Neil. Absolutely horrific. But today I am asking, after Rene Zellweger won something for portraying Judy Garland... It's not a film I feel any strong need to see, I've got to say. 
Uh, I was wondering if um, you could tell me what, who you'd like to see uh, a biopic or biopic, if you insist, uh, made, made of. Uh, whose, whose life story do you think is, is one that, that would be really great? And who would you have play them? Uh, I'm going to veto Nick Knowles for this because that's a given that's the film we all want to see we, we need to we need to dig deeper than that so uh, who would you like to see a biopic made or out of 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 and who would you like to play them uh, and and why and stuff if you're interested you know if you've got some thoughts i'd be most uh, grateful it's at not today pod on twitter or if you want to you know give me a, a full 15-page synopsis. It's uh, uh, not today at swanburst.com. That's it for today. Um, thanks very much for being here. It's Monday. We'll get through it. Or, or we won't. I mean, let's face it. Thousands of people worldwide won't today, guys. They'll pass away um, due to old age, hopefully, peacefully, in their sleep. Uh, but they won't make it. I'm sorry. This is a weird way to end it. Right, uh, that's it. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.